1: Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers. Pure athlete, yeah. A transcend race, hombre. Matt Butler.
3: I don't talk f- man. I back it up.
1: And we are a full of that. man. I'm right. And Jeff Howe. It's still real to me, damn it. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold sets so. up. If you're gonna blitz,
0: come strong, but don't come at all.
3: Coming strong with this week's show, where we wrap up the spring game. Gentlemen, spring football's over already. It snuck up on us. Now seemed like gone. Got through it real quick. It's like your youth. That's what <laughs> like the spring football season is. You know what yeah. I mean?
4: Like, you take it for granted. It's here, right there, real quick. And then, boom, before you know it. On premature evaporation.
5: Yeah, but I wish I got young again every year <laughs> when football season came. Like, that's the like one thing. Like, Benjamin different.
4: Button. Yeah. Like football season. I think football season does make us young again to a certain extent.
5: Now,
3: we're going to feel really good when we talk about spring ball, talk about the spring game. And I've got an interesting quote for you guys when we lead off the discussion here in a second. But let me bring in the rest of the team. I am Jeff How going to be taking you through this adventure. He is the master of the soundboard, the drop machine extraordinaire, Matt Butler. Matt, you did not watch the spring game. you were doing NBA playoffs and Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods on Saturday? Yes. Yes, I think yes. everybody. By Sunday, I think everybody was locked into that. A man who I'm sure, we Rod, you and I have talked about this, the golf nap is probably the best nap you can take.
4: Great nap. Especially awesome that, that
3: nap. master's nap on like this mm-hmm. master's Saturday. Yeah. Especially with the way the weather was this, this year. Weather. Beautiful. Yeah. Like the that master's subtle, nap that, is that Very
4: discreet tones.
3: Yes. Subtle tones there. And then the master's music, mm-hmm. of course. Jim Nance and Vern, Vern Lundquist and kind of rocking yeah. this. Oh, Vern. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But he, lo- he likes golf. He likes Tiger Woods because he, he is the renaissance man, not just here on the Blitz, but on the Austin Radio Network and the Horn. 104. 9 one 9 am 1260, streaming on the Hornet, but and Hornfm.com where you can get him each and every weekday on the broadcast from 1-3, to 3, Lifetime Longhorn, 2002 UT All-American, 2002 semifinalist for the Jim Thorpe Award, fourth round draft choice of the New York Giants, 2003, spent his NFL career with Giants, Lions, Bears, Bucks, Broncos, and a year with the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the CFL. When he was done with football, got himself back to Austin, Texas, and the 40 Acres, where he earned his degree. Whenever he gets that T-ring back in his possession, he will wear it proudly. Nevertheless, he is a card carrying member, a black card member of DBU, number 21 in your program, but number Number one in your hearts, Mr. Rod Babers. Thanks and, for the intro, brother. And guys, let's start the spring game discussion with this. Uh, I saw a lot of buzz on Twitter, you know, Aggies and Sooners kind of needling Texas fans. Oh, yeah, your coach making excuses about the wind and your spring game was trash. Uh, can I read you guys a quote to get us started off? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The quote, it was challenging. It was similar to the Kansas game last year in that when you're into the wind, there's parts of the field that are just off limits because you can't throw it into the, that far into the wind. Downwind can actually be more challenging at times. Would you like to know who said that? rod. Who did? Lincoln Riley, after OU's spring game last year, when it was a 10-9 game, and he used the wind as a factor as to why things were <laughs> off the rails. Yeah,
5: yeah, Kyler Murley's no good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's so really
3: the win was a factor in the spring game. It was a 12-6 win for the Orange team, if you care about such matters, which everybody probably forgot about that score the next morning. <laughs> but, Rod, this is why I'm glad you're a part of this show. And for the fans, it's a real treat because, as I said, you're a black card member of DBU. When you, when you, win, when you get All-American honors, you get that black card. Appreciate that. And uh, I think to me, that was kind of the story of the spring game. One of the reasons why the offense wasn't able to get a lot of explosive plays is I thought the secondary did a really good job stopping the ball in the open field. Saw Jalen Green have some big plays. BJ Foster had some big hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rod, I think that's really where you start is just the fact that, yeah, the offense struggled because of the win, but even when they did complete passes, when they did get some things going, that defense, specifically the secondary, really did a good job of shutting it down.
4: Yeah, I, you know, and I, this is something that I was really surprised that you're talking about guys like what Chris Brown and you know I mean like Kobe Boyce you know playing really well and these are guys who we assume not would be buried on the depth chart but certainly not the guys who are going to be the heavy contributors for you and not the guys who are getting most of the starting time this is just as you always point out I love the term the talent depth so if you can get to the point now where you know the the, the guys that you know and I, I'm not disrespecting Chris Brown I just don't I think that right. safety position is so deep I don't know how much playing time he's actually going to get but in case there's an injury, knock on wood, or in case Todd Orlando, which I, I, I suggest, and I, we'll get into the X's and O's a little bit later on in terms of what we saw in the spring game, he should play more safeties. Either way, man, that that is a really, really, um, to, to me, that's a really good reason to be optimistic about the defense, even though they had historic losses. I mean, no defense that I can track going back to 1990 has had more losses on defense than this Texas defense had after losing, what, 233 combined start and eight starters. But if you can have your second, third string guys looking that good mm-hmm. up against the first string offense, and I know the offense was missing some guys too, no Colin Johnson there, and I understand that. But but man, I I honestly I was I was blown away. They to me they exceeded expectations. I know they're going to be really good once they get their you know their two best players back regularly in their two safeties and you know and they start having some more you know uh, health uh, in terms of on, on the defense side of the ball once they more you see more guys and more guys are able to have some longevity there. But man, right now I got to say I'm pleasantly I'm yeah. pleasantly surprised.
3: To your point about the depth, think about the secondary you saw on Saturday, and that's no Brandon Jones, no Caden Sterners, no Anthony cook
4: yeah, I mean, t- I think the two best players on defense in Caden Stearns, arguably, and Brandon Jones, and I think Malcolm Roach can be in that discussion too. But I mean, not having those two guys and still being able to have a really, really good performance versus the first team offense to me answered all the questions that I I needed answered on defense. Yeah, I think they're going to be just fine.
5: When you looked at the individual players on defense, you just I mean, preview. I guess you always think back to other spring games and then look at this spring game. This spring game, these players seemed as if they were ready to play. Like they looked as if they were playing with confidence and there was like Jalen Green, BJ Foster at the beginning looked really good. But like when you start talking about names like that, that you add in and either in a new position right now and then they look comfortable and then physically they look like they fit the part and then they go out there and perform. So it just makes you feel good that, all right, well, when you get your better players back, you can sort of start to hope that your defense, if everybody performs at expectation, it can make you be as good as your star players are. And when Texas adds those, in. Hopefully, it looks something like last year's event.
3: Rod, we talked about this a little bit, but I want to go kind of deeper into the woods on it. You know, we we talk about the safety position, and we know how deep it is, and we know, you know, in the Big Twelve, you're running nickel, what, probably ninety percent of the time. Yeah, I mean, some people somewhere were, around there.
4: Yeah, uh, I would think you'd be conservatively, you'd say seventy-five okay. percent of the time. But I was, was going to say conservatively
5: eighty-five. But okay, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, it's the Big
4: Twelve, so I think it's a little different. I like mean, outside it's,
5: of K State and a couple of matchups, that's your eighty-five percent. LSU. This year, yeah, mm-hmm. you'll probably be a nickel most of the game.
3: But yeah. the bottom line is, you know, in the Big Twelve in this league, at least how it's been with the air raid influence. Now that the air raid influence is leaving, we'll see how much that changes. But you've been—it's been a league where defensively, a spread. You're a spread m- more often than not 90 95 percent of the game. You're in some form of sub package, either nickel or dime or whatever. Um, and we know, like, what the Chargers call their deal, like the quarter, their quarters package. They call it the quarters package with yeah. seven seven defensive mm-hmm. backs. We'll see if anybody has uh, Todd Orlando could actually do that with the personnel. Has, but it, we're not talking about nickels or safeties or even that Joker position where it's a hybrid deal. I'm talking about strictly corner. How far can talent Get you at corner In today's game Because I think Other than running back Like what running back Is to offense We talk about this all the time That's the one position On offense where You can usually tell Pretty quick if a guy's Got it or not yeah. Because it's more on instincts mm-hmm. I think to me Corner is one of those Positions on defense Where more often than not You can tell pretty early If a guy Like usually corners A guy doesn't get to his Junior or senior year Then all of a sudden Oh wow he's a great player Usually when that guy's A freshman You can tell he's yeah. Going to be pretty good yeah. So how far can talent Get you at corner And I, not to say that just Jalen Green or Anthony Cook or Deshaun Jameson—they don't need to put in the film work. But I mean, how good can these corners be just getting by on talent alone? Um, I think uh, talent can take you pretty far. At corner, okay.
4: you can have, i mean, you can have bad technique. I mean, you'll watch Chris mm. Boyd in the draft this yeah. year, uh, and talent can take you pretty far. I mean, that's really one of the positions where if you don't run a certain forty or you don't have a certain short area quickness, it, you can—you know—I think you can pretty much el- uh, eliminate a lot of contenders to play at the highest level. With that position, So you're looking at Jalen Green and Anthony Cook, and I know you've raved about Jalen Green, and I've seen a lot of Anthony Cook just coming from, you know, my old stomping grounds at Houston Lamar. Both of those guys are elite athletes. And you saw Jalen Green just as a physical specimen out there. <laughs> He's knocking around guys mm-hmm. like Malcolm Epps and knocking around Jordan Whittington. I mean, that that, that guy has an NFL <laughs> body, looks right. like already. Mm-hmm. And so I'm with you. I, I think that it gives you a significant advantage. If you learn, end up having two lockdown corners, man, the things you can do on defense when you don't have to allocate resources to help your corners, you can say, man, y'all guys are in zero coverage. Just man up. And then you can basically zone the rest of that's, you know the the receivers That's side I mean that's what I think text that's why I think Tartalando wants to go to I think ideally he wants to be able to go
5: you know hey because he can get gu- lockdown quarters yeah to Texas. I got
4: two lockdown guys and then you can zone the inside of the field it's kind of a man zone concept but I can play I can play inside out on on that on that you know that slot receiver on the inside tight end if you're gonna have a mismatch with a linebacker I can give him more safety help there are just different things you can do I think that's where the game is going which I think makes the lockdown corner you'll even see at the NFL level even more valuable
5: yeah you get guy it takes that can away just lock one. down on
4: the outside yeah man it's still to me i don't think it'll ever lose value with the passing game going where it is you can argue they're more valuable than ever
5: yeah because now because it's always a numbers game when you look at the way offenses are attacking trying to get a mismatch so now yeah. if we're talking about that numbers game okay well we're gonna counter this and we're gonna just totally alienate our your best two options on offense with our one so now our nine is against your eight unless yeah. you have a running quarterback and at that point we wherever your weakness is that's where you can shade like say they like the mismatch at tight end or at running back or whatever now you've condensed the field you have more bodies the number of advantage and then you can work it around whatever you want to where just having that luxury that's something Todd Orlando didn't have at say UConn or at these other schools that he had been at if you can go to Texas and start to recruit those type of pieces you can literally just make your options just as immense as you want whenever you had that is one more to add in to neutralize like say your biggest outside threat yeah
4: no, you can, you can develop it too. I'm not saying you can't because they went to you of age. Was it William Jackson? Is that the yeah. corner mm-hmm. I'm thinking about. Yep. It ended up being the first round pick. So you can develop that kind of talent too. I think Texas does have really good coaches, uh, that can develop that talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But ideally you want a guy that with an NFL body that looks like an NFL player, that looks like a lockdown corner. I mean, that's what Houghton Hill was, except Houghton Hill obviously had his own issues. Uh, and Chris Boyd still got that. He still got that. Now, so guys he inherited, but even the guys he's recruited, you still see yeah. there's even with Charlie we knew Charlie he had a vision on defense maybe not really an effective vision on offense but you can see that that's still that corner that blueprint of a mm-hmm. corner it's it, it's pretty transcendent you know what I mean like, well, it, like I you said, everybody the baseline. everybody's looking for that kind of corner you just only Texas and Bama and Clemson and Ohio State and a few guys can actually afford to do that but when a Kansas does it with a Chris Harris or, or keep to leave
5: it's like holy hell what the hell you know, what I mean, so you can still do it. Those diamonds in the rough. It's, it's different it. though, because like exactly. you need to either have uh one trait, one of skill does it really well too. Yeah. If you have one diminished skill or say just qualifying, will drop you down to go to one of those yeah. lesser schools. But like you said, that baseline of speed, quickness, ranginess, and athleticism, you can't yeah. coach those things. And then if you marry that with being a technician and know, having the football IQ and understanding your scheme and your defense, yeah. that's when you marry together and get a Jalen Ramsey or something like that. Like. Very yeah. rarely like, do
3: you, you get those together, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Rod, I don't want to dem- sound like I'm demeaning the position that you no. are All-American honors no. at or that you cash checks playing in the NFL at, so I don't want to sound like I'm demeaning the position. But we've talked about, you know, you mentioned Chris Harrison, and to Tlaib, and that was kind of around the time we saw the corner position really change in terms of, you know, Richard mm-hmm. Sherman gets drafted and converted into full-time corner. We saw it change kind of how that position is played. Yeah. And we've talked about just how, and I saw, I think Quandre had something on Twitter a, a week or two ago, just how the backpedal is really over. Because nobody does it anymore, yeah. and the tools that scouts used to use to evaluate corners have really gone by the wayside. And I, I just want to know because Texas has these guys. If so, can you boil good corner play down in today's game to this? If you can be an elite. Press cover corner either with your technique or your athleticism and or both, and you can be physical enough to fight off a block and make a play one on one in space. If you can do those two things at a at a, a plus level at an elite level, then you can be an elite corner.
4: Yeah, I mean that depends on what the system is that you're playing into
3: and what they're asking you. If to we're do. going
4: with Toddler, which I'm with, I'm with
3: you, I, I think what, he wants- what
4: what are they asking the corners to do? Because remember in the Super Bowl when you have um, <laughs> where the, uh, the the corner ends up coming from the other side of the field Mm -hmm. the McCourty brother ends up coming from the other side of the field in zone coverage because they're in thirds and the safety ends up taking the underneath route but he has no help he has oh sorry no help but he has no work so he says okay I gotta look for work and he continues to sink deeper and deeper Um, you know I mean like that's football IQ and that's also somebody understanding route combinations and route concepts and where he stands within the defense or you ask guys to do stuff like that because if you are then it's more than just what you brought yeah, okay. that's where yeah, you have know the chemistry know I mean? of your twin brother yeah, in the same yeah, defensive exactly. backfield. The well,
5: idea of a uh, offensive line is five individuals working as a unit. It's the same theory with the DBs. Y'all are working together, but it's different. It could be so, because does, not
4: everybody does that thing. Yeah, well, like When I played, we didn't ask some guys to work as a unit. It was a lot of man coverage. You're playing a lot of man coverage. So we're exactly to what you're seeing right it's now. Me. It's me, and then I know as long as I know what my help is, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll know what leverage to play. So, it's like I said, that's more of what you're talking about. That's, that's less me depending so on the scheme. Yeah, it's all about yeah. the scheme that you're in in terms of how you want to play. And I think you, you, you know what I mean
3: s- you said it earlier. I think that's where Todd Orlando wants to get to. Where if he's got two guys, we saw the 17 defense. You said it with Holton Hill, and he trusted Chris Boyd yeah. enough. We saw Chris Boyd get better want, as the year went on. Ideally, I think he wants just two dobermans on the outside that he can say, "Hey, look, you you guys go lock down I'm not outside give you a lot the numbers into the sidelines. Yeah. You guys go lock it down, and we'll just play games with these safeties and nickels and linebackers and, every, and that's everything you got got in the middle of the field. Right. Everybody
4: yeah. does not have the ability to. Do that are like 10 schools in the country that can say, all right, we probably can always have two legit lockdown corners on the outside, at least adequately enough. And this then, just happens to be one of them. Yeah, and this well, just happens to be one of those well, schools. So I agree. I think that's where I, that's where I think he's going. Same thing on offense with Tom Herman. You know, there, he didn't have the luxury of being able to recruit Brew McCoys and having Malcolm Epps and all those guys on the outside. So now I think his philosophy on his pro spread is going to change. Just like Todd Orlando, he's going to go, okay, we you know what? If I can have two lockdown corners on the outside and always get a really good D tackle year in and year out that can demand a double team. Well, hell, it makes my job a whole lot easier. So I think you'll mm-hmm. see Todd Orlando's scheme change because back in the day when he was at UConn Florida, National, and Florida International and Utah State, he, yeah, he didn't have that luxury. It was so like the Saints when defense they got... defense had, had fail-safes built it built within it mm-hmm. because, hell, I don't have it, access to elite D-linemen. I don't have lockdown corners. So why you had to have, have a different that? scheme. You know, I think that's why his scheme even though he, do, like, he lost a lot of experience, his scheme evolving with the talent at upgrades, and even though they don't have the experience, I think that's going to end up with a really good defense this year, despite the historic losses.
5: And when you look, it just reminds me of how differently the Saints defense looked once they drafted Marshawn Lattimore two years ago at 11th overall and finally had a lockdown corner, and then you look at how different they are just because it literally changed everything, and it isn't as if their pass rush got better. It's because the corner's doing his job that the pass rush has a couple seconds longer to get home to the quarterback in those situations where you See, just a few key skill players on a defense can change sort of the entire composition of the defense because you're being at. You can basically trust some guy so you then you can basically bring risk somewhere else. Give
4: less responsibility to other guys, more responsibility. Look at the Cowboys. Cowboys Mm -hmm. like that. Once they figured out uh, that Leighton Vander Esch could play, and they had Byron Jones, like, oh, he's a lockdown corner. Mm -hmm. And now that came because what they brought in Chris Richard, Mm -hmm. who actually brought out the lockdown corner in Byron Jones, a guy who most people like. uh, we're done with him we're moving on like no, no you can't move on now he's considered one of the best corners in the league and then you find out lve is one of the best young linebackers and you go okay okay i know what we can do and they end up as a top
3: five defense and then a healthy jalen smith helped and you a healthy
4: jalen smith like so to matt's point two two or three guys mm-hmm. changed the entire landscape of that defense and made it elite when last year it was what average to, you know, top 10. It wasn't elite. And that's now what it's elite. And the same thing could happen, I think, on any defense depending on uh, who's calling the plays and what kind of philosophy. And we it.
5: saw it here in Texas last year because we were all wondering what would happen after the, you know, first season with Herman in Orlando. And then you get a freshman Stearns and a freshman Foster and these type of guys back there. You get there, Johnson and running a 4 and, and you're, you're like, able oh, to well, all right, well, we can build around these skills. And go. then you do the same thing here that that's what we just love, like the reloading aspect. It really seems to be Coming that like we started this conversation, talented depth. If you can have that, the luxury and what you can just do, the yeah. multiple m- multiplicity. It's just everywhere. So here's the question:
4: If you if your best, because we agree, the deepest position right now is safety, right? Right? And you're gonna end up getting Brandon Jones and Caden Stearns. You're gonna have B J Foster, who's playing your nickel, but he's also a safety. Hell, man, I even like the way Demarvion overshone looked in the game, and then Chris Brown. Chris done, Brown has
3: earned playing time. Chris Brown. Does does,
4: yeah. uh, Tarlando says it's says best spring that he's had, yeah. and and Tom Herman says a vocal leader out there. Like he's the one, and he looked like he's playing confident. He, he, his body language is different. You know, what I mean, from what I've seen, he he's a guy that's playing with some swagger. So you got five safeties potentially that could end up getting playing time. And you just brought it up, hell, Indiana, and, and, and you know, Bill Belichick is a genius. Off, you know, defensively, right? Bill Belichick is the one that came up with the big nickel. Um, big nickel basically is the nickel package, but instead of a, a cornerback playing your nickel back, a guy that cover, it's more safety. All right, it's it's a it's a pack that is built on being able to defend the tight end or the run game, be able to blitz, give you more versatility. So, the Bill Belichick in the, I want to say the the game versus uh, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Kansas City in the um, the AFC title game, they played big nickel or quarters. So, three safeties on the field or seven DBs overall um, or dime, which is mm-hmm. six DBs, 63% of the time. So, 63% of the time, they. Got Got three safeties on the field, or they got six DBs, or they got seven DB. <laughs> Against the Philadelphia Eagles, they were in big nickel, three safeties. I want to say it was sixty-three out of seventy-five plays in the in the Super Bowl the mm-hmm. two years ago. So Bill Belichick's already doing this, and Bill that's Belichick, in the NFL, whoa, with with yeah,
3: big body not using three safety. and that's what can, BJ make a, can is I make a can point being. on that on, on Bill Belichick? Okay, you can take it back further than that because when Buffalo was running the K gun offense with Jim Kelly, Super Bowl twenty-five, oh, yeah. Belichick. Was the first one to defend it with that big nickel package?
4: And, and take it back further than that, actually. Um, make sure I get I got the numbers here. Um, the Green Bay Packers, you know, boys are freak about watching DBs. The Green Bay Packers, when they won the Super Bowl in 1996, I believe it was hmm. right. Was that when they won the Super Bowl? They were using a three, uh, they were using a three safety package back then with Mike Pryor, Leroy Butler, and Eugene Robbins. That Parcells stole that, from and that. yeah, and Bills.
5: It, He's talking about 91 Bills yeah, versus so they Giants.
4: They use it too, so I mean, it's I mean, depending on who used it and where it came from. I mean, I think Bill Belichick is the one that actually came up with it, but people have been stealing from it and using it for a long, long time. Right. Texas this year is definitely going to be in the big nickel, probably most of the time. because That's BJ Foster,
5: definitely, basically
4: be. with the three safeties on the field. I would say even start using what San Diego used with Adrian Phillips and start using the the quarters package with with seven DB. I know you already like six DBs on the field, but you have to point. Now, where hell four of your best eleven players might be safe,
5: and that's where at that's least experimenting crazy, with it. You
4: know, maybe I think about at least coming up with a package to put to flood the field with speed um, in that way, and also put all your best players on the field at once. Let time. me piggyback mm-hmm. on that
3: real quick, Rod. That what you just said is why I came out of the spring game feeling better about linebacker, and it has nothing to do with Delie where or Caleb Johnson. I think at linebacker now you've got one guy who you trust to be really consistently good player. Yeah, and, and Jeffrey McCulloch.
4: He's the real deal. I like him inside. He's the real deal.
3: And with some of their packages, some of their shifts, some of their calls, when Joseph Osai was lined up inside, he didn't look out of place.
4: Hey, when they ran the wheel route on Joseph Osai with Jordan Whittington, and I was like, oh no, and he ran done. with him? Hey, hey, I gotta tell you, I I was shocked that he ran with him. It was a beautiful throw, by the way. And Jordan Whittington should have caught it for a touchdown because it was over the shoulder, on the back shoulder. That was probably the best throw Sam had all day. Um, but hey, Joseph Osai had uh, excellent coverage yeah. and i didn't i didn't think he could work in space that well you know what he proved me wrong so I love him I think he's Sergio Kindle basically a Sergio Kendall starter kit but if he can run in space like that then maybe there's more to his game but I, so
3: I don't so when you when I look at linebacker I think with McCulloch and Osai you can do enough to get by if you've got bodies like Chris Brown like DeMarvy on Overshone, that in a sub package which can be your base package you can get yeah. those guys on the field because honestly you watch DeMarvion on Overshone and yeah we saw the hit he had on Casey Thompson around the goal line which I'm sure mm-hmm. somebody probably said something to him when he came hey, on the
5: side he, he was sitting there to put his say, arms up. Yeah, yeah. Like, he but just was, made such a good play knowing where the ball carrier would be. He track. got there and they hit each other before he... He wasn't he even trying to hit him. him. It, it, was just a, it was a beautiful drop. There, were, him, there were a couple there. of yeah. times He'll where he's the tracking
3: the ball and running to the ball. It's amazing. And I'm thinking, this guy, when you look at what Gary Johnson did at Rover, I'm thinking Demarvion on Overstone would be perfect for that rope. He, he would. literally
5: would met him in the hole before yeah. the guy was in the hole. Like That's why he hit him like that. They just got to call it something
4: else. They just got to turn... I'm going to tell you, this is what you tell Demarvion on this is how you sell it to them. Tell them we're making a package for you. Yeah. This is your package. You are so unique. We need to figure out a way to use you. We got to put you on the field. This is your package. And yes, it may put him at linebacker depth a lot of the times, but this mm. is your package. You and know, call it something. You know up. who did that? Call the package call do package. His initials. D.O. Whatever he's into. You know what I mean? Call it whatever Whatever spirit animal he likes. Uh, the, whatever. The Bronco. It's bull. Over-shown. It's whatever. You know? The Overshown. Shung. The Overshown.
3: <laughs> do you know who did that? Just convince him. <laughs> of I'll it. tell you who did that oh. ba- okay. back in the back. In the day back in your day. Mike Stoops did that with Roy Williams. Yeah. Because oh, Roy Williams didn't want to Roy be a Williams, linebacker. No All right, we're gonna create this new position. We'll call it the Roy. we got the Roy. He <laughs> <laughs> was just playing a linebacker death. The rest of y'all. <laughs> yeah, you mean, yeah, you mean oh you mean a, you mean a linebacker? No, sorry, no, linebacker. no, No, oh, no, no, it's the Roy. No, it's the Roy, uh-huh. the Roy position. The
4: Roy, yeah. So just dress it up, Tart Dress it up. I, I've heard like he may not be willing to, you know, make that transition because he doesn't want to get space. So he doesn't want to get type cat, Right. Right? He becomes a linebacker oh, that's yeah, gonna gonna only help you twenty pounds on him, and it's like, oh. I thought I was a safety. Like, no, actually, you you are you are starting linebacker right now. I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want that. And I totally understand it as a DB. So just just sell it to him differently. It's gonna make him money in the end. There Tell you go. That's how to you him sell it. How the NFL get him film of you know uh, Derwin James and all these different mm-hmm. guys of Honey Badger and all these different players playing at different depths at the NFL level and convince him, hey, this is how you make money in the league. The league is gonna want you to be a safety that can do everything. Mm-hmm will be that guy.
3: It just shows you how much the game has changed. Where ten yeah. years ten years ago, Demarvion Overshown, they would have said, "Oh, he's a tweener. I don't know where he fits." Now he's a He's the ultimate chess piece. Yeah, for he's He yeah. Used
4: to be a tweener, which is a was a negative thing because I remember when Tom Herman first came here, he described Breck and Hager like that. He was like, "Yeah, he's a tweener." You know yeah, what I mean? That's him. a negative thing. Like I don't know what to do with him. And I literally remember him. I think a year and a half later, describing him as a hybrid. Like even he made the transition because tweener is bad, but hybrid. hybrid Hybrid means you're weaponized. Yeah, it's like you're you're the a me- Terminator. You're a hybrid. We the media made does you, these tricks right? all the time you, with yeah. things. Uh- a tweener is like I don't know what the hell is. It? Throw him in the in the bin with the rest of the tweeners. Mm. A hybrid. Give me oh, all your tweeners. This guy, he yeah, exactly. He's locked in. He's a hybrid. You know what I mean? So it's all it is. And I agree. I think you got just. It's all about selling into door. You can end up having a great package deal with Demar. Think about this, man. Think about this for a second. Think about that. Yeah, dying package just right now at corner with Jalen Green and Anthony Cook. Your safeties are brand. Jones,
3: huh? Or Deshaun Jameson.
4: Or Deshaun Jameson. I do. I like the way he did it, but I think Anthony Cook and Jalen King are gonna win a job. because I think they're the ideal. I think, like you said, b- before we saw Anthony Jameson, or Deshaun Jameson, Anthony Jameson, Deshaun Jameson at um at corner, he's a better nickel. He's a more natural nickel, maybe, than he is anything else. You know what I mean? Because he's a football player. Right. But nickel. I think
3: but for the reasons we talked about, you know, BJ Foster putting him at the nickel, it puts him close to the line oh, of scrimmage, which but, is exactly where you want him.
4: No, I agree, but that's why I think there's a chance you know Deshaun Jameson just won't see the field but Because of just the fit. You know what I mean? Like, B.J. Foster in the big nickel. Anthony Cook's the big technician corner that can lock down. Jalen Green is the NFL body. Lockdown corner you want the Devontae Davis body, but way more skilled. Then you got Caden Stearns. Then you got Brandon Jones. That ain't going to one of the best safety combos in the history of Texas football. And then you're throwing in Overshone in his own package there, whether it's the Joker or the Dime or whatever the hell else you want to call it. I mean, dude, that is a hell of a package right there. I mean, that's hard to yeah. adjust to in a system where Tom Ta- where Todd Orlando he 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 basically builds everything off of the art of trying to disguise mm-hmm. things. He's the master of the art of confusion. What could you do with a BJ Foster who could blitz, who could also stuff the run, who could also uh you know, drop back in zone, who could also play man to man, and DeMarvio and Overshawn who could do the same thing. Th- that's scary.
5: Yeah. That's and, scary, man. Yeah, you're already talking about getting the best football players onto the field. And then we talked about last week how Orlando likes to use the DBs more than really any other Coordinator at bringing them so I mean, break
4: down the havoc rates you get, you sent yeah, them to me. Yeah, so the, if, yeah, if you look at just
5: what well, two years ago, first year at Texas, it was 150% your average havoc brought by defensive backs, but 9.7% 9. 9. compared to the national average of 6.5. Is that like
4: number two in the country yes. two years ago? And yeah.
5: then number five in the country last year, coming at 9.2% in average was 6.6. 6. So you're already bringing it a ton. And in theory, if you just think about this, like not only are you trying to get the best players or maybe just forcing the best players onto the field then you're forcing on one extra piece that you can use as a, one of those have it great guys like instead of having five you have six or six right? you have seven and the main thing is is you're in a conference that doesn't overpower you that you need speed and space that now with mobile quarterbacks is like your one flaw and DBs are the one yeah. type of thing that chase can semi-neutralize them it so literally this may be a package that in the wrong matchup may get exploited once if the right okay. coach sees something but Let's that's whack- also Why the coaches would identify that probably and then take it, but the thing is, is instead of coaching afraid and not letting that package go out there because of the fear of what could happen, instead, see a lot more coaches now just say no, let's run with it, let's see how it goes, and until it gets beat, that's what we're going to run with, and it may never get beat, and until it shows a weakness, don't expect it to have a weakness.
4: You have the deepest safety position in the
3: country. Yeah, I mean, I've said that, and I I believe
5: not that we believe. Cornerbacks been
4: proven.
3: Yeah. Like, I, 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 show me another one.
4: When was the last time we were able to say that in the history of DBU? What, well, maybe like 05? Like, going back something like that? I don't even know if you can say I it. Think you,
3: I don't think they were that deep at safety. You know what I mean?
4: Like, it's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if you were that. Yeah. I don't know if you could ever, even in even the history of DBU, the modern history that I know, say Texas is the deepest position, the deepest at cornerback or safety
5: in the country. Like, it, it, you know what I mean? Your like, group I, and the 05 group are the only groups my, that were, like, up we at that national level. In o,
4: oh, I would say maybe 02, we were cults. Yeah. Because in my I think at corner it was me, Nate, I want to say Cedric Griffin and Huff are That's back. That's where the ignorance somewhere. of hundred and twenty you know I mean? other schools, like, but Ed I'll take Ross that group. was like signed, but he was still like working some stuff out. We were we were pretty deep back you then. You had a Dorian
3: McCullough for and a door, semester. You know
4: what I mean? We were we were pretty <laughs> deep. Like that so you know what I mean, but think about that. So why waste it? And they're prodigy. They're they're five star guys. Like why waste it? I, Get I don't them on think the you should too, waste man. those safeties, man. Put those safeties on the field. I think you should be like Coach Keenan would always say, identify the best eleven. Football players you have on defense, and then build a defense around it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like then figure figure out the the, the the packages and all that crap later. Hell, we're at the point now with Matt Patricia. He's now saying, "Man, three four and four three terms are obsolete." Don't ask me about that crap anymore. <laughs> it like, <laughs> doesn't right. matter anymore. Nobody yep. nobody nobody talks How like long that have we anymore. We've been saying that on this really show. we done. You know what I mean? He's How like, long like that's we been obsolete. That yeah, he's like I'm running. He's like I'm running nickel and I'm running dime most of the damn time. But ask me about three four and four three. All right, when I have to do that, that's like goal line and. He literally had a little Random meltdown About it mm-hmm. And go look it up He called He said they're obsolete now Quit talking about that Those labels are pointless those, uh, They're yeah. pointless You make yourself Sound ignorant When you say 2, two 3, 5 four, four, 3 He's like D- Who told you to ask that question <laughs> Like who your grandmother Told you to come ask that question mm-hmm. Are you watching football these days So yeah I'm, I'm like charlando man Go go forth Into the great unknown You have the best Group of safeties in the country I'd put all of them On the damn field Find that's, a way to put
3: all of them On that's the That's why I just Makes me want to pull His my This is hand.
5: your shorted linebacker mm-hmm. Boy, you have an excuse there, to do it yeah, yeah. no it's perfect it's like, oh, 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 it's the best option
3: it makes me pull want to pull out what little hair I have left when I hear people talk about it. why didn't Todd Orlando go four down because <laughs> you're a multiple defense in, in, in the last two years if he had a B backer he trusted to be on the field he would show more four down looks but he's not going to be it's a, it's an it's an odd front in na- in base exactly. name only like most of the time they're in a th- they're in a three man look that's why he's recruiting 4 INs and nose tackles he's not recruiting like three technique defensive tackles yeah and it's three down but you can also grow run four you can run a four man front
4: with three down you act like three down oh he can never run four man no no he can here's why joseph asai on the outside mal you have malcolm roach or to corn graham inside him and then you can go with your keandre coburn you can go with somebody outside that you can still run three down with a four man front i think that's how joseph asai is gonna end up anyway i yeah. think ultimately you're gonna have a front where it's and by the way keandre coburn is your bestie tackle
3: that was the one point i was gonna make Woo. We've talked about it. Wow. You know, Wilbon Will gives you the experience, but we've said the upside is with Keandre Coburn wow. and Todd Orlando's Even when you hear Todd Orlando say stuff like "there's stuff Wilbon, there's stuff that gives Wilbon an edge in terms of experience," but when Todd hey, Orlando dude. says, "but Coburn is explosive, he is, he's 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 an athlete," okay, that's where you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, that's where you're taking your defense. It's the difference between Chris Nelson and Puna Ford. We we can't say anything bad about the way Chris Nelson played last year, right? Can't. Yeah. He was just good, rock solid piece in the middle. Mm-hmm. What did Puna Ford do for that? Yeah. A guy who was fast twitched. A guy who could get after the quarterback. We saw guy went from undrafted free agent to starting in the NFL. Now,
4: the difference between Gerald Wilbon and Keandre Colburn and nothing against Gerald Wilbon, it's the between Kelly Rowland and Beyonce. It really is. Like, it's, it's and nothing wrong with Kelly Rowland. She's great. She's fantastic, and it's really sexy. But uh, Beyonce is a game-changer, and Keandre Colburn's a guy who's explosive enough and disruptive enough to be a problem on every play.
3: All right, it's time for our first break on this week's show, but there's plenty of Texas football talk on the other side, so do not Go anywhere. You're listening to Longhorn Blitz with Horns, 24
0: Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details.
2: Okay. Uh, two days until the first credit card bill's due, and then the next one's on the 12th. Oh, wait, wait. Is it the 14th? Oh, and I don't get paid for two weeks.
0: Racking your brain to make credit card payments? Simplify your monthly expenses with a credit card consolidation loan through Avant. Avant helps you consolidate your debt into one fixed monthly payment at a competitive rate. Apply in just minutes. If approved, your funds are deposited as soon as the next business day.
2: Consolidating the debt has put me back in control of my finances.
0: To consolidate your credit card debt, go to Avant.com today. You could receive a loan from $2,000 to $35,000. Use promo code 2929 and you'll get a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. Just go to Avant.com and enter promo code 2929. That's A-V-A-N-T dot Promo code 2929.
2: Imagine feeling fearless when you walk into the dentist. Hi, I'm here for my appointment. Act Anti-Cavity Rinse. Imagine a mouthwash that strengthens your enamel against harmful acids, like coffee. Cappuccino for Sarah. While preventing cavities up to 70% versus brushing alone. I'll have a scone too. For a confident feeling in your oral health. Oh, hi there.
1: Sarah, you look great.
2: Act Anti-Cavity. Stop imagining. Start acting. Use as directed. Mm -hmm.
0: And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system?
1: Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier. Had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this.
0: Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper.
1: Oh, one sec. It's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help?
0: There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com.
1: Welcome back to Loghorn Blitz with Horns247.com. Once again, Jeff Howe.
3: It was, as we transition Talking about the offense Rod I want to pick up Something you were Talking about on defense Just in terms of depth And we talk about The corners This is how I feel About the the, the First off I'm shoving All my chips To the middle of the table On Yanson McKnight I'm all in on Yanson McKnight he, In terms, terms seems of what to be the He real does deal. In terms of player development Yeah And you look at Max last few years When you know After 5 and 7 In 2010 When it started To trend down. We're in Through Charlie's time It seemed like We were always Sitting here in the offseason Saying man I hope This guy is good I hope that position yeah. A, B, or C works out. I he's, hope he's I hope. highly touted coming in. We'll see. But yeah. now you see enough flashes, and I'm a believer enough in Yancey McKnight that it's almost like the tone of the conversation is now. Well, look, they're going to turn the corner at some point. We just don't know when. I agree with that. When you talk about the whether it's the young corners or Keandre yeah. Coburn, like they're going to be elite level players, we just don't know when they're going to take that turn.
4: Because we don't have any other reason, we aren't any reason to believe otherwise. Because the trend for all the players, which is, and I'll say this, I went back and looked at it, at U of H specifically on the defensive side of ball under Tom Herman, and as Tom Herman is head coach in the hierarchy of Yancey McKnight as his Consigliere <laughs> and uh, Todd Orlando, and then you know the guy, the players get better, mm-hmm. their production improves. And their 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 prospects improves, meaning their NFL draft grades or their you know their their uh, their draft capital in, increases. Um, so I mean, I, and I, I kind of tracked it back to U of H. I mean, you can still go do it because it anybody before years. But think about it, man. Everybody under. Todd Orlando and then I'll say Yancey McKnight and then Tom Herman we've seen them get better we haven't seen a lot of guys who have underachieved once they have
3: bought into this culture right, right. Think,
4: who, who are the guys who have like been the stories like ah, I thought he was going to do better with Tom Herman then, but he hasn't Well, no. the,
3: the, right? only, the only guys that do take a step back it's because they lost their job to a better guy you know I mean? I'm well, trying to
4: think yeah I'm trying to think of because everybody listen the the, the little Jordan Humphrey stories and the you know the Houghton Hill stories and the you know the Ever- Chris Boyce so we seem to see the best football out of the, the players they inherit once they come in and they get mm-hmm. a chance to develop them. So I can't wait to see what the guys they actually have handpicked Because right. they haven't even do. got to see those. Yeah, because we haven't seen Tom Herman get to do that ever. And we haven't seen Todd Orlando get to do it since uh,
5: UConn. And we haven't seen it at Texas we since seen it 2010 because yeah. we've had the same thing happening. Recycling exactly. here and Herman, has, Herman yeah. has always recycled and then to add on to what you're saying, not only has he gotten heightened production from the, say, inherited players or the players that he starts to groom, in addition to that, at every stop he's done or been at, he's got players to accomplish things that that school's never accomplished. The way we said, like, at UConn, had never had a D-lineman drafted. They get two drafted immediately after Orlando. You never get five stars to go to Houston. You get the best D-lineman in the nation and one of the best talents of the generation to come out. Now you're at Texas, so, like, you're talking about him doing stuff that's never been seen before and getting that type of success on top of just developing whatever leftovers were left for you.
3: Yeah, No reason to believe otherwise, man. What Tom Herman has done, and as we go to the offense, Tom Herman has done, and what he's in the process of doing with Todd Orlando, with Yancey McKnight, with everything they've got to play, they are allowing Texas to shed the label that Rod, even going back to your day, this was said about some guys, man, guys go to Texas and they just don't get that much better.
4: Oh, that wasn't just, man, that was, remember Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver? Yeah. Remember when he went to Ohio State what he mm. say man honestly guys a lot of good players have gone to Texas yeah. and I don't hear from him. I'm paraphrasing I don't hear from him again that's why he went to Ohio State mm. so that wasn't just that wasn't just some Rod B's day hell that was just yesterday it, right <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, but I'm saying it's been a long time that man, Texas has had that label ignore no, I'm, I'm and, agreeing with you I'm just right. saying yeah it's, it's more recent too
3: and I remember at when Charlie Strong took the job and I got this confirmed there was a guy who was I won't go into too many details because it'll give away who it is but Charlie said there was a guy that he was trying to recruit that he coveted When he got Texas job, he went to visit the young man and the young man said, I'm not going to consider Texas because I see a lot of guys that play my position go there. They don't get any better. There you go. And Charlie said that was kind of a, you know, kind of, of gut punch to him to show that was him on the Yeah, because he was side of like, ball. wait, I went to was Texas it because I oh, thought it was I was going to get it. Was it, it was a guy defense? on defense. It was on, defense?
4: on defense? I got to tell you, I, I don't know if that, de- that that label may have come from the offensive side of the ball, and I think it's fair because we've done the research on right. undrafted free agents and guys being underdeveloped. It, I think it's unfair on the defensive side of the ball. But it I think was I'm, just
5: a program I think it thing.
4: just I think it just can't. Yeah, I think it just spread to defense, but it's not necessarily correct in that. They didn't look at the micro.
5: It was just more, okay, well, it's takes it down they're
4: still drafting for, getting first round draft based on defense don't look at that mm-hmm.
3: 2010 defense
4: yeah man. yeah mean, so anyway but, I got you I got so
3: you, know. you go to the offense and I, I know we're gonna have to pick up this conversation next week talking about the offense wrapping up spring but the one thing that I really came away feeling good about with the offense well there's two things. one I think just in general the running game right even though you know Jordan Whittington's 19 yard run was oh, the only explosive play I love me some Jordan Whittington uh, I, I'm feeling good about where the running
5: game is headed I like the trajectory it's oh, on it's gonna be great well and seeing is going to be a I was part say of it, which he can't yeah, even. You, got, use a, you that. got a
4: holy trinity at running back now, mm-hmm. and that's just one guy. When mm-hmm. you talk up
5: quarterbacks, pretty quick.
3: when you talk about the offensive line, just the talent you've got there and the ability you've got to. And we haven't seen Parker Braun yet. Parker Brown's going to get I here from Georgia. You Texas. Get a sounds You're like an get a offensive but
5: lineman. Yeah, the Parker fact Braun. that the,
3: the like that. fact that essentially Derek, Derek Kerstetter is your he's your wild card. Man. He's he, our, you can plug him in Another offensive
5: lineman.
4: Whoever screwing up, whoever's the weak link, I can put Kerstetter there.
3: And I and I think all. That, on that number one line right now, I think Denzel Okafor is probably five of five in terms of the next guy that could probably get replaced because mm, maybe one of the most underreported thing. things is Talented the fact that Junior Aguilau just beat Tope Amade out for that number one left guard job. Mm. I mean it was kind of yeah, one of those a things that was gradually building, gradually building, and then boom junior Angelau's with the number one line okay. by the end
5: the If say somebody yeah. doesn't lose a job from being crappy, they lose a job because somebody behind them he, is he just performing very
3: well. Junior is the reason why I'm feeling good about the run game because he's I think he's got you know, we always ever since Casey Stutter left, like you're always looking for that that Casey Stutter Lyle Sen line level of nasty just against I heard
4: Parker just, Braun's that. Parker Braun is that I've heard he's yeah. that Casey Stutter nasty.
3: Junior Angelau's that too.
4: Yeah, okay. Well, ooh. So he's like we needed
5: more bearded uh, white guys. Yeah, yeah.
4: I <laughs> you Hey, I'm gonna lie. I love bearded white. I saw a bearded, bearded white guy, guy and, I, and I go recruit off his live, and he's
5: got a. All the way back to your Whitworth with the Rams mm-hmm. is like a 40 year old bearded, bearded white guy. guy. I love it. Just I remember. Yeah. I remember Travis talking, Frederick bearded white guy. <laughs> Give him to me. I remember talking <laughs> to
3: Junior Aguilar at the at the Army at the Army Bowl. Need some it's the All American Bowl now, but it was it was the, the Army Bowl when he was there, and he was kind of getting frustrated on pass protection, and he's like, because he played, I think, in like a slot tier or wing T offense in high school. like, Man, I'm just used to just just mauling guys just driving them backwards is like this pass protection thing he's like I'm trying to learn it I'm like I'm like, if you can maul guys I'm gonna trust me the other stuff you'll, yeah. you'll figure it out yeah
4: but most linemen most old linemen that I know they hate pass protection and they love run run block
3: so I it just think the, the fact that now you've got some just some of that with Parker Braun with Junior Angelo you're gonna have some of that some nasty road you know, graders man, some
4: guys that can put defenders on the ground yeah, that's what you want yeah. that's a clear road for a running back I ain't got a juke no he's on the ground and we saw <laughs> we
3: saw last year Sam Sam Cosme's got some of that nasty. <laughs> (laughs) He's got some of that in him. So I just, between the athleticism, the attitude, man. And between Herb Hand. I haven't, and Herb Hand's got a lot to do with it. Rod, I I have not felt this good about the Texas offensive line in a long time. Even that 2013 offensive line, because there were so many other issues we were talking about with the program at that time. I, I, like I said, I have not felt good. Probably really since that, honestly, since that stuttered sin line, Blaylock group, I haven't felt this good about the offense.
5: Which makes me feel so good because you know your offensive line and love offensive line, and you are not one to give lofty comp of offensive lines. So if you're saying that, I will just take your word for it, it because a, that makes me feel
3: good It's a work it. in progress because we know that unit more than any other on a football field. It's about camaraderie and teamwork and, and working together and, and guys, it's five guys that have to be one well-oiled yeah. machine. So that's, that process is going to take some time, especially you when you find Spark your best Rockets units
4: here. is what you basically end up look, You're right, trying to look for your three together. best units and that's why Kurt started to me is the MVP of that line because right. in those three <laughs> units, you know what I mean? It's deal, like basketball and, and Iguodala yeah, that version. You can deal with a lot of injuries He's the one guy you cannot afford to get injured. It's like Elijah Rodriguez last year. You know what I mean? Even if your starting center goes down, oh, uh, Elijah Rodriguez, um, boom, I'll put you at center for a little while till we can deal with sack Shackle for coming back. Oh, I'll put you at guard. I'll put you wherever I need to. He's so the rug that ties the In the, room in the first him. unit, exactly. First unit, what is he? <laughs> Second unit, what is he? Third unit, what is he? And try to find another guy that can also play multiple roles on the line. We know Herb Hand values that. So I think he's just trying to look for his three best units. And some people are like, oh, you know, why are they going with this group on the Seconds string the I'm like, well, they're just looking for specific things and seeing if certain guys can work with, you know, work work with certain, you know, group and work with certain players a little bit better in certain positions.
3: Because you wouldn't yeah. think, man, but for offensive lineman, I mean, you if you're a left tackle, you might be more comfortable with one guy at left exactly guard than right. somebody else. It, it's you know?
4: crazy. Yeah, no, no, it is. It's it's, it's weird like that. Your like, weakness this, be this, covered by yeah, somebody like else's this guy's strength. Great when when certain certain uh, when so and so is at guard, he's an awesome right tackle. But when another player's at guard, he's a t- terrible right tackle. Like what the hell is that? You almost gotta find, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that continuity, that little chemistry that you have on the O line. Sure. It's really weird. And depending on the technique, right? Some guy this guy has a terrible uh you know, he has a he has a terrible whatever, certain first step or whatever, and it it impedes the tackles technique. Like there's all and I heard hey, he's paid a lot of money to do that. That's all I never considered it because I t- I talked to an o lineman and you know this. But like that can all disrupt an O line, you know yeah. what I mean? The entire unit because one guy's footwork is bad. Yeah. So it throws off there, you know hey. what I mean it's, it's like, crazy, but so it's true. Oh, so the tackle is compensating for the guard's bad footwork or his bad first step. So he oversteps. And I mean, I am like, what really? It's like a dance routine almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so
3: weird the way That's, it works out. You know, I know every group, Rod, DBs, you do drills and receivers yeah, yeah. do drills. I, I think quarterbacks included. I think drill work for offensive linemen is the most important part of practice. Because the, because the footwork is so close together.
4: Yeah. Nobody else has to deal with a, dan- a dance like that with no. footwork so close together. Right? Nobody else has to deal with that in terms of navigating. Navigating, not only um, that, then when 300 technique. pounds
5: are bearing down on you and yeah. continuing to have that same footwork. Yeah, right there. so I I,
4: I agree. I, I mean, you won't know everything, but I agree with you. Not you have three pieces that trust: Cosme at tackle, you know, Kurt Stetter, you got Zach Shackford, who even if he's not a, a performing at a high level, he's a veteran. He's been there, done that. It's not anything he's not having hadn't seen already. And then you're bringing in reinforcements uh, for you know for training camp and for fall practice. I, I'm with you. I, I really think the offensive line could be just as as good as last year if not better than last year. We'll
3: talk about receivers and running back next week but I don't want to make this point on O-line to close it out and we'll pick up the O-line conversation next also. And next week we'll talk about draft and some of the because the draft is next. So Crazy, we'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah again, it snuck yeah, up on great. us. But when you, you we hear offensive line coaches talk all the time, well, we want to be like, we need we need eight guys and there's been some years around here, Rod, where I'm like, man, quit talking about eight. Can you find five? Can you find three? Can, can, you, <laughs> <that> just, <laughs> can you find, like, you have, do you have enough to, to have an offensive line where you have yeah. a starting caliber player at every position? Is, there's been some years around here where you haven't had that. Yeah, I okay. take it. But take that starting five in the spring game, right? Cosme, Angulau, Shackelford, yeah. Kerstetter, Okafor, yeah. right? Yeah. If you feel good, let's say Herb Hanfield's really good about those, okay? Let's we'll say Tope Amade is six, right? Because that was a competition with him and Angulau. Maybe we get to camp and maybe Tope has a great summer, yeah. Junior doesn't, and maybe he Tope's he back there with yeah, the knows, ones yeah. to start camp, right? So that's six. Christian Jones, who had the ankle injury, I think they wanted to get a better look at him, but they really like what he's done. He was a talk of Sugar Bowl practices. So let's say Christian Jones is seven and Parker Braun's eight. There you go. You're, those eight guys, you legitimately, legitimately the Texas offensive line could be eight guys deep with starting count. And then within, once you
4: find your eight guys, all right, now let me find my two guys who have some versatility. I know I got Kerstetter. Who's my switch tackle? Is that Okafer? Like, who's it? You know what I mean? Who's the guy that <sighs> All can, you
5: need is a switch tackle. All you need a guard. switch tackle
4: and you need, I think, your, your Swiss Army knife and your switch tackle within that group. You find those two guys. That manufactures you basically two more spots. You almost end up 10 deep on your line. So really, you
3: only need to really be seven.
4: Really? Uh, yeah, 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 but it, man, if you can yeah, the more the better. The better I mean, yeah, yeah any
3: there, of offensive course. line coach isn't gonna turn down. Yeah, exactly. you know, <laughs> well, you know, if, if you yeah. got ten guys you trust to put in the game, I'll, well I'll hell <laughs> now you're cooking with peanut oil, you're talking about like Alabama type problem. Yeah, Damn, exactly. we, we don't have we don't have a we, we got a hole on that number three offensive line well, well, we get to add Hell, hell your first two groups could start anywhere in the country.
5: And you get those units. If you have eight, you can then see, well, you know, these guys work really well in this situation and in this matchup. you know it can work for you if you say you're facing a team that's more stout against a road? or if say a team with a good pass rush so maybe from one that'd be only a luxury to get to the point where you have multiple options to go to at line but you see in the modern game more subbing of linemen than you did ever before and if Texas can get to that point to have that depth like you talking about how well the five individual players work together makes the offensive line it sort of reminds me of how coaches put together starting fives for basketball because you can go and take five individual great all-stars and put them out there, and they might not perform that well because they don't work that well together, but if one guy can't pull or one guy isn't necessarily great in pass blocking or whatever, those strengths and weaknesses can be amplified the same way that if, like, say in basketball, you have a good passing big, well, now you don't need to have your point guard facilitate Mm -hmm. the offense. You need them to be good three-point shooters to shoot from the outside so you can find people and it's the same idea. It's just the best parallel I can think of of five individuals that it doesn't matter if individually you're all good. It all matters how well those five skill sets fit together and then on the offensive line, if you can identify that, then that's how you get a good line. Tight
3: end depth helps you, fellas. Look oh, at yeah,
5: offensive line massive. also good, yeah.
3: Alright, break time on the show, but when we come back, we'll wrap up our spring game conversation and put this one to bed as we close out another edition of Longhorn Blitz with Horns247.com
1: Welcome back to Longhorn Blitz with Horns247.com Here again is Jeff Howe.
3: For Matt for Rod for everybody at the Austin Radio Network and the Horn, 1049-1019 AM 1260. Streaming on the Horn app and at Hornfm.com. Where you can get Rod B on the Rodcast each and every weekday from one to three. Same as plug. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review, rate us. Five stars would be preferable, but go ahead and rate us. Uh, we appreciate mm-hmm. the support, the downloads every week. The show. Uh, you guys are awesome out there. And thanks to Matt, you can always find our archives on the Longhorn Blitz SoundCloud page. Just type in Longhorn Blitz. For the Horn family, for the Horns. 24-7 family. I'm Jeff Howe. Thank you so much for downloading and listening, and we will catch you again on the next episode.
1: You've been listening to Longhorn Blitz with Horns247.com. Remember, for the latest Longhorn news 24-7, visit Horns247.com.
2: Imagine a mouthwash that whitens your teeth in just four days. Your party's this weekend. I'm so excited. New Act Whitening Mouthwash. Imagine strengthening your enamel. I'll take one of those brownies with extra pecans, please. Imagine safely removing stains every day.
0: Coffee, ladies.
2: I'll have an espresso. Imagine having a brighter, whiter smile in four days. New Act Whitening. Party time. I'm ready. Stop imagining. Start acting. Use as directed.
0: Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions supply. See website for details.
2: Okay. Uh, two days until the first credit card bill's due, and then the next one's on the 12th. Oh, wait, wait. Is it the 14th? Oh and I don't get paid for two weeks.
0: Racking your brain to make credit card payments? Simplify your monthly expenses with a credit card consolidation loan through Avant. Avant helps you consolidate your debt into one fixed monthly payment at a competitive rate. Apply in just minutes. If approved, your funds are deposited as soon as the next business day
2: consolidating the debt has put me back in control of my finances.
0: To consolidate your credit card debt, go to Avant.com today. You could receive a loan from $2,000 to $35,000. Use promo code 2929 and you'll get a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. Just go to Avant.com and enter promo code 2929. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 2929.
2: Mm -hmm.